ultimately happened was that after trying again and again to get just Republican votes on a short-term spending bill, McCarthy couldn't get the votes, no matter how conservative he made that bill. And even faced with the potential of his speakership uh, being threatened, he finally decided to put a bill on the floor that got more Democratic votes than it did Republican votes, yeah. despite the fact that he didn't appear that he would head that way at all, and he very well could face a motion to vacate as early as next week. Yeah, John, that was always looming as a, a card that McCarthy had left of play. and I, I, There were a lot of doubts as to whether or not he was going to do it. What, what was your sense of how this played out and how, I mean, I mean McCarthy was saying he was being the adult uh, in the room today, but I, I suppose adults also uh, work on this stuff weeks in advance, so you don't have a uh, a last-minute deal to avoid a government shutdown. But putting that to the side, your sense of how McCarthy dealt with this today? Yeah, I was the one that actually asked him that question today. I was in that press conference. <laughs> you know, we heard he may make this move last night. We There was signs. He had said something. They met a... Uh, they met in the Capitol last night, Republicans, they did. They had tried to pass a short-term funding bill, as you said, with just Republican votes. It failed really badly. So his back was up against the wall. They started to signal, well, we may just do this one different uh, bill that's more bipartisan. The, the key, though, for a lot of the Republicans was no Ukraine funding. That was the key. There's a growing anti-Ukraine funding sentiment in anti, you know, in, in the House Republican conference, in fact, among Republicans in Congress. So that was the key. And, you know, so we thought that that might be a play today. It was a little bit surprising that he'd gone in this morning and he told his colleagues, you know, I was going to do that. They kicked it around and then he went and did this. So, you know, he he was back was up against the wall. His whole strategy, though, he seemed to signal for the last couple of days was, I'm going to try everything I can. When I'm out of options, I'm going to do this. So we kind of knew it was coming, but he could get he, he could face a motion to vacate, as he's noted, next week, and we'll see what happens then. Yeah, and, and Laura, I mean, do we actually think that that's going to happen? Because, I mean, it's been the threat hanging over uh, Kevin McCarthy's head for, for months now. But when I asked Tim Burchett, a Republican from Tennessee, who voted no on this earlier today, he said, well, I want to see McCarthy lead, not leave. And I just sort of wonder if uh, their bluff was called and, and, you know, at this point, maybe they're not going to toss out McCarthy. What, what's your sense of it? Well, we don't really know yet until they come back into session uh, early next week. I, I know that there was some drama in the moments before the House was adjourned where Representative Matt Gates, who has been really the leading front of the, those handful of Republicans that might support this motion to vacate and he was trying to get recognized on the floor and then the gavel came down before he could get recognized to potentially bring such a motion and the House was adjourned and so now we aren't going to know until next week if early on as soon as the House comes back into session are they going to actually bring that motion to vacate because they have said time and time again that they would if McCarthy were to bring votes like this to the floor that they don't support. Yeah, John, what's your sense of it? I mean, was this all bluster, or do you think that this could actually come to pass? You know, this McCarthy had to make the deal on this particular procedure back in January when he went through that four-day right. excruciating, you know, drama on the House floor to get to Speaker. He had to give these conservatives, his hardline conservatives, this right to try and remove him. So we knew at some point in this Congress that it was very likely to happen. And Gates, you know, this Gates 
likes the attention. I think Gates may feel maybe there's no downside for him to try this. If McCarthy can save himself, he can save himself. And if he needs Democratic votes to save himself, then then he limits his own effectiveness as a speaker. So, I mean, you know, I do think this was a moment, though. McCarthy, you know, he's talking about being adult in the room. He spent the last four months saying this was not what he was going to do. And then he changed his strategy yesterday into today. I mean, so he spent four months up till now saying doing the exact opposite of what he did today. So I do think that's that's an argument that Gates and his opponents will say that, you know, we have a speaker who can't he's all over the place. He just keeps, you know, changing strategy to get through the moment. He doesn't have a real goal in mind or a real objective. So I think yeah. that will be the argument. I think right now it's probably hard for Gates to to get rid of McCarthy right in this moment. But we'll have to see by next week, you know, what the, what is the right wing media? What, you know, do they go after McCarthy for today's vote? Yeah, I mean, sometimes it's not fun at work. I mean, I think that's what the call uh, the kids call adulting, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But uh, Laura, let me ask you this. I mean, I was talking to Jake Auchincloss, the Democrat, uh, earlier this afternoon, and uh, you know, he was saying, you know, I'm not going to vote for another one of these continuing resolutions, one of these spending bills, if it doesn't have aid to Ukraine in it, uh, in order to keep the government open. And I just wonder how much leverage Democrats really have in this scenario, or are we now perhaps entering into a uh, into a near future where it's going to be difficult to get Ukraine funding passed. I think it is only going to become harder and harder yeah. to get Ukraine funding passed. But there are some Democratic staffers that I was talking to in the Senate who say that they think that one of the best chances would be is if Ukraine funding is attached to some other bill, whether it's the defense authorization bill or something else that allows the Senate, which does have Repu some Republican support, including Mitch McConnell, the minority leader who desperately wants to see Ukraine funding passed, if they can attach it to another bill and then send that to the House and then ultimately McCarthy again has to make a decision whether or not he's going to put something that would have bipartisan support on the floor or not. Yeah, I mean, two, a couple of things we're going to be watching in the weeks ahead, John. Are they going to be able to keep the government running in 45 days from now, or is Thanksgiving going to be, you know, miserable for everybody? And what happens to Ukraine aid? Let's do the Ukraine first. Yeah. Now, we had reported in this week that, that they may do a Ukraine funding request. The White House may come with a Ukraine funding request in November of, you know, 40, 50, 60, 80 billion dollars, an enormous amount of money that would be the goal would be to fund Ukraine, to fund their uh, defense uh, their, uh, against Russia through the November 2024 elections, that they try to fund it all the way through there and try to take the politics out of this. Don't let Ukraine get caught up in the middle of a presidential race. I, you know, I don't know, based on today, if we could see that passing. I'm not sure that could pass. Now, yeah. let's get back to the government funding. We come right. back next week. They're going to try and pass spending bills. We'll see if they can get them through by mid-November.